Welcome back to another episode of Bombshell 1111 Girl Talk Series Podcast. Bombshell 1111 is a platform created to teach ways to nourish the mind, body, and soul. This platform allows this podcast to create weekly content on podcasts with special guests each week that will stimulate your spiritual, mental, and physical growth. The podcasts are played on social media platforms such as Spotify, YouTube, Anchor Radio Station, Apple Podcasts, and more. This station has been created to allow us to interact with each other to share knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and light. So without Without further ado, please help me welcome your host and founder of Bombshell 1111 Girl Talk Series, Kia. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Bombshell 1111 Podcast. My name is Kia, and I'm your host. Tonight, we have another special episode entitled Teaching the Youth. And our special guest is Indigo Io Ra, who is the CEO and founder at INV Middle Publishings. Io has recently signed two authors, and she also influences through speaking and entertainment such as stage plays and movies. So without further ado, you guys, let's welcome her to the show. how are you welcome to the show greetings greetings thank you for having me on your show (laughs) you're very very much welcome I'm so happy that you decided to come on and um, be a part of bombshell 1111 podcast and share some of your knowledge um, with the community and with the listeners tonight and hopefully by the end of this podcast you would have touched some listeners tonight and you know, um, share some valuable information as it relates to literacy and um, your book um, that we will soon be discussing um, later on in the podcast. Indeed, indeed. Indeed, indeed. So uh, without further ado, let's just jump right in. Um, Can you let the listeners know by giving a formal introduction of who you are um, and the reason behind um, you coming on the podcast tonight? Yes, yes, indeed. Well, greetings to everyone out there. I'm trusting that you are having a wonderful, wonderful day in spite of everything that is going on around the world. Uh, My (laughs) name is Indigo Iora. I am a author as well as a publisher, uh, playwright, and now currently a screenwriter. Uh, Oh, whoa, whoa. Yes, indeed, (laughs) indeed, indeed. Congratulations. I am thankful. I'm thankful and I'm so excited. It's like a whole new venture um, because I'm I'm just used to doing stage plays. um, So screenwriting now is like a whole new venture for me. Um, Like I mentioned before, I'm a children's book author. Um, Mm -hmm. I write books for children to help elevate their minds, to teach them the true essence of who they are because unfortunately in a uh, public school system and now even at home at, at, at these babies houses they're not being taught who they are there are uh, so many things right. to, for them to not love themselves fully and completely 
Uh, mm-hmm. So I was just very compelled to make sure that our children know how precious they are and yeah. just love themselves and love their beauty. So that's why I was so compelled to write these books. And it's a universal book. It's for everyone. You know, I've had adults come up to me and I'm like, girl, I didn't know this. Like, like I'm, learn- <laughs> I'm learning from this book. You know, yeah, um, yeah. and like I said, it's universal. It's for I, I feel like it's for every, um, every different look. Let's don't want to age group, like age group or genre. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, it's okay. It's okay. Where, where um, specifically are you located? I am located currently out of Washington D.C. Unfortunately, but you know, one day. <laughs> <laughs> One day I will be somewhere where the you know closer to the sun. Get that vitamin oh, wow. D. You know. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Indigo, how long have you been a um, a children's book author? Let's see. I started the children's book actually 2017 is mm-hmm. when I like started the publishing company. I had the book written. I didn't get it printed until I found out that I was with child. And then I was like, oh no, I got to make some moves. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. And it's funny because the very first book I did is called A King in Trainer Wells. And I did not know the sex of my baby um, until we had him. And then, so I was like, dang, he was talking to me telepathically through the book, letting me know he's Oh my way. God, you had a son. Yes. 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 So. It, oh wow! Absolutely amazing, absolutely yeah. amazing experience. Um, but the books are teaching like about chakras, uh, which is some things that a lot of children don't know about. A lot of a lot of adults don't even know what the pineal or some people call it the pineal gland is. Yeah, um, yeah. it's teaching them the importance of the central nervous system and how it's directly connected to their. I'm excusing how the central nervous system it and their hair is directly connected to the source, the all. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, how yeah. they can receive all that wonderful cosmic information with their hair because their hair stands up, and this is why we have hair that stands up because it's like an antenna to receive this information. Um, so it's just really just teaching divine knowledge itself and loving thyself. So would you consider your, um, I would say, um, when you go into a Barnes and Nobles, the categories that, um, you would find your book in, um, would you consider it, um, somewhat of a, somewhat kind of a spiritual practice in your writing or what would you define your writing as? Yeah, I definitely, I definitely would define it as spiritual. Because everything yeah, that yeah. I write, I always, even with the stage plays and the screenplays that I write, I always have a message in there at the end of the day. Um, you know, I still do things um, that that is compelling for the audience. Of course, things that the audience, I'm talking about when it comes to stage plays and screenwriting, yeah. the things that the audience are going to be able to relate to. And then I just go ahead and just swing and swoosh that little educational spiritual stuff in there you know what I'm saying and then yeah. at the end of the show they're like man that was funny and then they was like but wow you know what I didn't even think about it like that like just to spark right. their minds like message yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I, I make sure that I do that in, in everything um, everything so so okay so let's talk about your let's talk about like you as an author you as a writer 
what inspired you initially to even become a children's book author? Mostly because I've just seen the self-hate, not just in um, the generation of today, but I can even look back to myself and um, not thinking that I was pretty enough. And I remember my mom actually told me she, you know, she'll be like, oh, I'm surprised you, you are the way that you are now. Because when I was younger, I always used to say, oh, I'm going to be with a a light-skinned guy with uh, <laughs> a light skinned guy with cornrows, you know what I'm saying? Because to me, that was better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. So it, it really compared. <laughs> Go ahead, because that is the typical norm for us when, because you're thinking that that's more, you know, right. attractive because they, they're, they're the way they look and, you know, I get, I get it, but go ahead. Go yes, ahead. indeed. So, um, yeah, so it, it was just more for like, just our children that's coming up. So they wouldn't have to experience some of the things that I felt like our generation had to experience with not knowing how beautiful they are. You know what I'm saying? Like I, my mom up here, you know, everyone's growing to learn, learning at the end of the day. So I can't fault her for just not knowing. But, you know, I, as a child, yeah. I'm seven years old, seven, eight, maybe nine years old, getting a perm in my hair. Like, what? Like, that's crazy. Right. You know? Right. And right. I thought that that was what, how I was supposed to look. Like, I want yeah. a curve. I want my hair to look curly. You know what I'm saying? I want the wind mm-hmm. to blow my hair. And, yeah, because that's what's acceptable in society. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that that's that's what just really compelled me to do it. I was like, yo, we gotta we gotta raise a different generation of babies. You know what I mean? Actually yeah. Teaching them something and also just uh, I felt like because I started with a King of Training Wells, but it's a universal book um, mm-hmm. for girls, boys. Like I said, adults. So adults learn from it as well. Um, yeah, I yeah. felt like starting with having uh, the young, the character in here, his name is Morocco. Um, and I wanted to start with the young men because I feel like they're the most attacked. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. I just felt like if, if they start learning how precious they are now, maybe it'll help them to make some different choices because life is it's complicated. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you're not, you're mm-hmm. not always going to do what is considered right but I just felt like well maybe just maybe if they start (laughs) reading this information and knowing how precious they are then maybe it can help them to make different decisions throughout their life maybe they can hear parts of the book ringing in the back of their head when you know yeah something yeah I get, I get what you said when they go through those different right. milestones. When you're younger, it tends to stick with them longer. You know, it goes all back to when a woman is pregnant and the baby is in the womb and you're um, letting the baby listen to music and reading to the baby and the baby, exactly. you know what I mean? So, yeah, I get exactly what you're saying. Um, You you just kind of share that you're, you wanted to start um, off with focusing on the male um, gender. Let me ask you a question. What um, What's the most difficult thing about writing characters of opposite sex? So writing for little boys and little girls, being that you do have a son, how, how was that process for you? You know, I haven't really found 
Well, okay. Let me take that back. I was about to say, I haven't found any difficulty in right now. But right now, I am currently, I'm going to have a third book come out. It's called A Goddess in Training. And um, it can be a little, especially when you're doing a children's book, you know, because I want to teach these young women all about themselves. But I have to be mindful that these are just children. You know what I mean? Children, yeah. Um, yeah. So I have felt a little bit of... Um, battle and wanting to convey the message but make sure that it is not too much for a child's mind you know what I mean um and not yeah. offensive to the parents but our young girls are very precious and they do need to know about their bodies you know what I mean yeah um yeah. so I have found a little bit of battle with that um and and it's because I really want to gear it towards the young ladies. Like with a king and training world, it wasn't like necessarily geared towards a specific gender. You know, it was just universal information. But this book in particular, A Goddess in Training, is geared towards the young ladies. Um, so, yeah, I'm still finding that balance in it <laughs> and yeah. conveying yeah. that message appropriately, you know. So that no parents won't be hitting me up like, yo, what in the world? <laughs> yeah, I know. What the girls at? I mean, what's right. up? I mean, because I got two right. daughters. My daughters may want to read the book. Miss Indigo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm just I'm working on conveying it in a way that it's, it's conducive for the parents. And also that our young women understand and still be able to take in the information from it. Okay, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, so, with you said that now you're working on your third yes. book. H- how did you publish your first book? Um, and then, in doing that with your first book, did that change your writing process and going forward? Okay, so um, how I published my book, I started my own publishing company. It's, it's called I in the Middle Publishing LLC. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we are raising frequencies one book at a time. That is our our goal to make sure that we're raising the frequencies, the vibrations of people on this planet um, as they are reading. And uh, the whole process of starting a publishing company wasn't um, too difficult. You know, of course, you have to get a business license and then um, come up with your mission statement and things like that and gather your website and everything of that nature. Um, mm-hmm. the publishing process is definitely a learning. <laughs> <laughs> it's, de- it's definitely a learning experience. Um, definitely something that yeah. I'm still learning along the way. Um, yeah. You still got to get the um, uh, ISBN number and then the printing and then the illustrations and things of that nature. So, yeah, it, it is definitely a process. Uh, is it a long process, a long tedious process, you would say? It can be um, if you don't have that financial coverage. Because everything yeah. costs money. <laughs> yeah, you know everything. everything. Nothing is everything free. Everything costs yeah. money. So uh, being, being yeah. an independent uh, company, it, it can be, and it does definitely have its challenges at times, but yeah. I'm just too motivated to take that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, okay. Right. Sales. When he sells up, when he pushes these books, like, 
I know, like I tell and I share with people, I'm like, look, keep promoting, 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 promoting. Like, it's even two things that's going to happen. One, they probably going to get tired of you. You're going to get on their nerves. Or yeah. they're help you share and promote you as well. But at the end of the day, they're going to know what you stand for. You know what I mean? Like, that's that. Yes, thing. definitely. That's yes, I agree. Yes, yes. So yes, that, yes. That's definitely um, where I am with it. Then I have two great authors who uh, came over to I in the Middle Publishings. Um, one you had uh-huh. on your show, Sunshine Monet, uh, or... Yes, woo, indeed, woo, or woo, unique woo. Monet, <clears throat> and she yeah. has her book Show and Tell Out, where she's the uh, author as well as the illustrator. And right. then um, we have Sleep Baby as well, and that is by a young lady okay. named Tierra Michelle. And I'm gonna see if we can hopefully oh. get you in contact with her as well. Uh, and then... Yeah, definitely, and bring yeah. her on. I think it's a great thing for you guys to be African American young ladies. And to when it go when it I mean you know it, it it's it's when someone creates a business venture it's always a great thing and a positive thing because you're standing out yeah. on your own. But when it relates back to something that's very vital within life and like what you're doing, I think is vital for children because education literacy that's something that's very important mm-hmm. for them. Um, and then with within doing that, you're also teaching them about self-love. You're teaching them about self. So there's a message within what you're teaching um, in your book. So I, I admire you for Good that. Thanks. I'm thankful. I appreciate it. And I, oh, you're I very admire welcome. you for, you're very having welcome. Your, um, for having your platform as well. You know what I mean? Like, that's beautiful. I love it. I Thank love you. it. And then you're out Thank here. You. Um, Thank you helping other entrepreneurs and other artists to get their information and their brand using your platform for us. So, you know, praises to you as yeah, well. Thank you Indeed. so much. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, tonight is not about me. It's about Miss Indigo. We want to know all about you. It's all about you. So, let's keep talking about you, Miss Indigo. And thank oh, you so cool. very much um, for, for that compliment. Um, um, so let's talk about because a lot of people they don't know about the publishing industry they um, because you know um, you tend to not notice a lot of African American authors. Um, I I know of Zane because I read you know those kind of books. <laughs> and so like I can read you know I used to go online and um, I forget the website but I used to order like collections of books where I only had to pay for the shipping and handling and um they would be all black Mm -hmm. authors um but you know you know some people they don't know about that industry so let's teach them something about that well let's let you teach them something about that tonight is there any unethical practice practices that happen within that industry that make it harder um maybe for an african-american woman to be able to grow within that industry I wouldn't say that I've necessarily um, experienced that, but I can say that, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that, um, I'm pretty sure that it would. Uh, But, I mean, let's say, let's say this. So, um, I went to do a vending event at, uh, I think it's called, I believe it's called the Black Wall Street. And I came across all customers. Of course, they were all, um, melanated 
melanated beans and mm-hmm. they came up and mm-hmm. had no problems you know buying a book want to take a picture and everything right but I also did another event and I do not remember where it was it was somewhere out in Maryland it was like a field day or something for the children and a lot of people just would not come over to the table but it was a mixed crowd you know what I mean so um, I, I wouldn't say necessarily that it had anything to do with uh, uh, my complexion. I just think that uh, mm-hmm. it had everything to do with like just like the demographics. You know what I mean? Like where the location yeah. of uh, where we where we were. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I have, but I haven't really experienced it and experienced anything like that. Um, I've gotten really a really good um, people coming in, and like once I tell them, a good yes, response. <laughs> Thank you, girl. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay, girl. For that word, I was like, "Where you at? Where you at?" <laughs> I got you, girl. I got you, sister. I got you. I got you. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so like when I tell people that I I own a publishing company, like that really intrigues them. They're like, "Oh, oh, this is your publishing company." Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I I think it's it's probably about demographics. I'm sure if I go in like a predominantly white area, they're going to be looking at me sideways. Yeah. Yeah. Does 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 your does your family support your career as oh, a writer? Yeah, definitely. My mom is always yeah. there. She most of the time she comes to a lot of the vending events with me because she has my son and she helps me out with him. Um, but even when I do my okay. stage plays, they're up at the front taking tickets, you know, doing concessions, whatever it is I need to for my mom and my sister, they're definitely always there. Oh, that's so nice that you got a support mm-hmm. system. Um, that, that's probably very important, especially when you're doing your writing process, needing that additional support to be able to have that. Well, let's talk about that. What is your process for writing? Um, how do you go about writing? And generally, how long does it take for you to even write and get a book published? Um, that is a good question. Uh, it, 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 <laughs> it, can, it can go really fast. You know what I mean? Like a goddess in training, yeah. I feel like. I've completed the book, but also don't feel like I've completed the book. Um, and I wrote that yeah. in probably about a week. You know what I mean? Wow. Um, but then at, at the same point, I kind of I'm like reading back over it, and I'm like, eh, <laughs> you know, there might be things I want to change <laughs> and um, and take yeah. out. So um, yeah, I mean, it can go from a week. Sometimes it can be a month. Like I said, I had a king and trainer. Mm-hmm. I had it written in my computer, but I didn't really go about getting it printed until I found that I was with child. So, like, I just had okay. it there. Okay, um, yeah. And then, like, my the, um, screenplay that I just got done doing, that took me about three months. And that's just because I am the type of person that I have to write when I feel it. You know, I can't force mm-hmm. myself mm-hmm. to write because then I feel like I've delivered crap. You know what I mean? Yeah, so when yeah, I'm yeah. in the groove of things, I could just like spit things out, like left and right, and it's beautiful. Wow. I love writing. Yeah. It takes me away from this crazy world. <laughs> yes, yes, it, it, yes, yes, yes. I'm just gonna agree and let you keep just, talking. Yes, it's just so therapeutic yeah. for me. You know, sometimes I write in my stage mm-hmm. plays and I forget that I'm in a room 
I be feeling like I'm on the stage, mm-hmm. like, and I'm like every character. Yeah, you know. So, how do you how do you even determine what characters you're gonna choose within your screenplays and your books? How do you? Girl, that's know? so funny. People be asking me that question all the time, and you know what? <laughs> <It's> so funny <laughs> because they be like, "How do you come up with these characters?" And at the end of the day, I mean, I feel like it can come from a balance of things. You know, it can come from people I probably know the storyline more so could come from like somebody I've known you know and it could be like some one little thing that they had to happen in life and I could like just base it off of that and then grow it but these actual characters like how their demeanor is and and what they Uh do if they bob their head or you know what I'm saying like or um if they have a twitch about them or something this strictly comes from out of my head (laughs) (laughs) so it's like people be like you know, writers, writers oh, are crazy. Gosh. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't know, but you just yeah, informed me. Maybe a little bit. Um, <laughs> very, m- maybe very uh, imagined. They uh, have a great imagination, great imagination, maybe. Yeah, we're going to say that. Okay, we're gonna say there we that go. For the listeners. Right. Okay. Yeah, we're going to say that for the listeners. <laughs> wink, wink, imagination. Oh yeah, right. But yeah, I just have all these different characters that really just like pop in my head. And the greatest gift is to actually see it come to life on stage, and then seeing the audience reaction to it, seeing them laugh, sometimes seeing them cry. Like that is just the most rewarding thing. Just even know that, like, wow, you found this entertaining. You know what I mean? The very first stage play yeah. that I did was in 2014 and after the show people yeah. was literally coming up people that I didn't even know like I, like my family was there but then it was also you know the other cast members family I didn't know them and they're, they're like hey yeah. you're like the new Tyler Perry you know although I, I don't want to like <laughs> that term because Tyler Perry is Tyler Perry and Indigo I.O. Roth Indigo I.O. Roth but I was right, right, you know what I'm saying right. like, I was you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, how how many screenplays have you done? How, how many have you? Well, um, well screenplays. Um, I just completed one comedy. Um, that's called Unpublished Family. It's going to be in theaters near you very soon. Watch out! Yes. Hey. Uh, oh, I'm watching out. And, uh, <laughs> Then I also, uh, in, the, in the makings right now, I have a horror movie. I also have a romance. So that's going to be um, three three screenplays uh, thus far. And wow. as far as okay. the stage plays go, I've written um, four, but I've had like over 10 performances. Um, yeah. Whoa. Oh my God. That is so great. That is, congratulations, dude. That is so awesome. That's so awesome. I'm so oh, thankful. So we awesome. actually got a yeah. review in um, the theater. It's called Metro Theater. So if you all go like to they go to Metro mm-hmm. Theater and type in "Judge Me Not," it's going to pop up all of um, the information about the show. Um, yeah, definitely. So okay. Are you able to watch it online? Yeah, no, we don't have it online. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, but we, we are. To that. We, we are. To that. Yeah, I'm okay. going to have eventually 
be able to have these shows on DVDs. Like I said, everything right now um, is just coming okay. more from like a financial standpoint. You know what I mean? That's the yeah in this beginning stages too and people so, have yeah. to like really yeah. really yeah. know you I, I mean that. the good thing uh, is that Judge Me Not was actually a part of the Capital Fringe Festival which is a very big festival that happens in the Washington D.C. area where producers and execs from all over the world come out and watch your performance so we were able to gain audience uh, members from there yeah so wow um, that was a very great experience definitely yeah. Oh, so let me ask you a question. So you said you have a lot of you. You've, well, you've had an opportunity to get reviews um, on your screenplays and your um, books and things of that nature. How do you deal with the not so good reviews if you have had any of those? Girl, sure Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the very first book that I uh, wrote was called Misunderstood. It's an urban mm-hmm. fiction. I do not promote it um, because I just feel like I'm in a different phase in my life. Um, and I, I, I want to definitely just mm-hmm. put books out there that's going to be lifting out people up. And that book is a little bit raunchy, girl. I read back over it. I was like, who wrote this book? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is Oh my awesome. goodness. Okay. Um, <laughs> Okay, okay. That I uh, know out of New Jersey. I used to actually live out of New Jersey and traveling to New York to do um, stand up comedy and things like that. Um, She did a review on the book and she was very honest. Um, I wouldn't say that necessarily Mm -hmm. was a bad review. Um, It just wasn't, it just could have been better. Uh, And basically, she was just saying that she felt like the ending of the book. could have like paced out a little bit more that was the that was the the worst line in there for me for her to say um okay honestly yeah that's not too bad um honestly i just feel like any type of um come on girl what's the word i'm looking for searching searching not found um no (laughs) doubt any type of uh okay 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 review or attention any type of attention whether it's good or bad is always good I mean it's just attention in general because people are like oh well okay you said this thing well let me see who this person is for myself you know what I mean so I don't really take take it anyway I just use it let it fuel me um, yeah. to keep on going. I mean, if it's something that I could possibly make an adjustment to, like, if, you know, if they gave me a review and it's something I see that I can make an adjustment to, then yeah, that's cool. But um, if not, then I just keep it moving because yeah. everybody's going to have their opinions about things, but I don't mean their opinion got anything to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> so are you friends? <laughs> Are you friends with other authors like that maybe possibly help you to become a better writer? Or do you kind of just kind of like stand alone and or is there a networking community um, as it relates I to am, you know authors? I am on <clears throat> excuse me. Hold on. It's okay. Okay. I am um, on different Facebook groups that have um yeah, as authors and things like that on there, but no, I haven't like actually um, come across a lot of like authors like to like talk to, communicate, or 
or uh, build off of to build with. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you think when, you know, you have some writers that have a big ego because they may, you know, possibly been very successful and so, you know, they're up there. Do you think that helps or hurt a writer to have a big ego? Um, I don't feel like there's nothing wrong with having a big ego. I mean, you gotta, like... You gotta think highly of yourself, you know. <laughs> you don't think highly of yourself. Yeah. You think highly of yourself. Uh, I mean, who's gonna think highly of you? Um, so I don't. I can't say that right. it could necessarily hurt them. I mean, I guess it can in in some extent. I mean, like there was a lady who I was connected with who has who's a published author. And, you know, this is when I was just starting out and Mm -hmm. I I was trying to ask her about information. She's like, hey, listen, I can give you this information, but this is how much you're going to have to pay me. At the end of the day, I I understand because this is her business. You know what I'm saying? This this is how she's making her income. So I can't really say that I feel like she had an ego or anything like that. It's just it's it's what it is. yeah. 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 As long as it's not no it's business like cocky, like, oh, no, I can't yeah. sign your book. No, I don't want to take a picture. You know, that's different. <laughs> that's different. <but laughs> um, <laughs> what are some common traps that aspiring writers fall into um, or some that maybe you have faced, if any, um, throughout your journey? Mm. Only thing I really say that I've fallen into is sometimes I could be not feel inspired you know and that could really mess with your head because you're not yeah. inspired you got writers block you can't think straight you can't think straight like it's just kind of like yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> like am I doing the right thing you know what I'm saying like you, you could feel like that um yeah that yeah. that would that'd be the only thing I really say that I ran into okay before I know you were saying that you had different um I guess you would say how how do they say it in the um publishing world um you have different categories that you're Mm -hmm. working on you had you said horror romance and then you have the children's um books out of all of those um different genres (laughs) we're gonna call them genres which one would you say which (laughs) which one would you say you like um, writing and enjoy writing the most? Um, I think it's a well, very well balanced because um, so mm-hmm. the romance and uh, and the comedy is uh, were our screenplays and then the children's books is a mm-hmm. whole different, you know what I mean? It's like a whole different uh, branch and I'm very, I'm just passionate overall really about our babies writing stage plays is my first love though that's what I originally started okay with. that's what I've been doing forever you know what I mean like okay when I was younger writing things writing plays and everything okay um, yeah so uh, it's a well balanced though I, I love them both at the end of the day they're both my passion and I really feel like that this is why I'm here this, um, I'm here on the planet to help raise the vibration frequency through stage plays, through screenplays, and through 
uh, not just writing children's books, but other, like, all types of books as well. I actually am um, wrapping up a teen sci-fi fiction that's going to be coming out very soon. I haven't came up with the title yet. Isn't that crazy? I wrote the whole book, don't know what the title is. <laughs> yeah, whoa. Yeah, how, how, many, how many pages are your books? Are they, like, novel-type books, short books? Uh, like let's see. The last one is about two. It could be, like, two, between two to 300 pages. Um, for, I'm talking about, like, an adult book or a teen set. As far as a, okay. a children's okay. books, they're about between 25 to 28 pages. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of easy. That's easy. That's easy. Easy reads. Are Are you planning on your books to like, for, as far as your books are concerned, are you planning on them standing alone on their own? Or are you trying to build like a body of work that connects yes. with yes. each other? Yes. So uh, the book, book I have a King and Train the Wells, and then it's also the Adventures of Morocco, Baby Egypt, and Cousin Mayotte, as well as the Goddess and Training that's going to be coming out. They're all in conjunction with each other. They're all series books. Um, so Morocco is the one mm-hmm. who's basically telling the story of everything. And then within a third book, that's actually Morocco's cousin who's going to be branching off and helping with our young women out here, the goddesses, um, and teaching them about themselves. So yeah, they're for writing for these children's books, excuse me. Um, yes, they're all going to be series, series books. And how do you how do you market your books? Like, how do you make people aware, especially like, you know, not only just the African-American community, but, you know, every population with, with you know, as it relates to being diverse. How do you market your books? I do a lot of marketing online, um, a lot of a lot of different posts uh, every other day, just all in people's face getting on their nerves. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> most of my marketing and the best marketing is when I can, when I do vending events and I'm really there in the flesh and people are actually able to talk to me to get to see my personality. You know, um, I'm, in, I'm, I'm able to present myself as well as present my books, you know, cause I've always like, I share with, um, this other author, she actually contacted me and asked me about some information. And I said, you have to make sure that when you are uh, presenting your your marketing whatever it is that you're marketing that you also are presenting yourself and you have to present yourself in a manner that actually can stand on its own you know what I mean um and support your brand because Mm -hmm. if they when Mm -hmm. they walk away from you you want them to remember you want them to remember something about you even if they can't remember the name of your brand it's like okay (laughs) if they they come across you on Facebook they'll be able to watch you right right really work uh, excuse me the vending um, is the best form of marketing Um, and then as well as word of mouth um, Mm -hmm. and I always encourage Mm -hmm. authors to I'm actually writing a book um about this as well it's going to be about the the tricks and the, in, the ins and outs of having a published company and also being a published um or being an author um i also encourage right uh, yeah authors to get to know the people in your community you know what i mean because that's gonna be your biggest supporters i'm talking about your neighbors mm-hmm. i'm talking about you know people at the your the people at the corner stores the clerks 
uh, and things of that nature because once you get in mm-hmm. good with them and, and they know who you are, you can take your flyers around and hey, yeah. you know, can I, it's okay if I sit my flyers right here and let them, you know, people pick it up. Sure. You know, that's so that that has really worked for me. That has, and mm-hmm. then even people in the neighborhood, they be like, hey, yo, I think I picked up one of your flyers the other day. You know what I'm saying? But they don't know me. So, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so that, I, yeah, so that is definitely, oh gosh. that's definitely what I would say. You have to get out there. You have to know the people in your community because those are going to be the people to help you out. Um, make conversations with them and make sure that they remember you. You know, like I went into the store today and the guy was like, oh, where's your son? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he, they know me. They feel like they know me, know me. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. those will be the people because yeah. one day they're gonna be like yeah. they're gonna see somebody that may have a product or something that you have. And I'm like, oh, you know, I know this young lady who does the blah 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 blah. Here go her car. You know what I mean? So yeah, right, right. So let's Girl, you know question. I did. Have you ever Googled yourself? <laughs> 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 I had to ask. I mean, because you know, you you you've made so many different accomplishments, you know, throughout your journey. And I just wanted to ha- ask: Have you ever Googled yourself? What was your feeling? What was your reaction was when, like, you, when you wow. did that? Like, I didn't even know. You know what I'm saying? Like the information yeah. that is yeah. out there, and like it'll pop up, like in the right playwright. Published author, children, but you know, it, it was just like, right. okay, diet, like it, it, it motivated me even more. Like it just, it, it pushed me to go even more, harder, yeah. mm-hmm. harder. Girl, some things is so crazy because yeah. some things just like motivate the mess out of me. Like I found out some information that like just blew my mind. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, mm-hmm. let me get on this computer and start typing. Like that's the that, what happened i'm actually writing a pilot right now um, so i'm gonna be you know pushing that to the different different avenues i'm just trying to tell people like they need to really look out because i'm not stopping i can't and you own it indeed your vision is clear 2020 let's 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 keep talking let's keep going you have you're sharing some very knowledgeable information um and i'm definitely enjoying our conversation so if you if you didn't write what would you be doing right now for work sitting in a corner moving back and forth and scratching my arm But I also do work with adults with disabilities as well. That's something I, I really truly love, and I love, yeah, I really love being able to oh, wow. just help them. And like you become, people don't don't even get it. Like when when you work in this field, you mm-hmm. you become more than just that that person's uh, uh, paid support. That's what they call it. You you, you become may, way more than that. Like you you become their counselor their friend you know like mm-hmm. they come to you mm-hmm. when they have a problem mm-hmm. they really feel like you are able to help them 
and vice versa. I can go yeah. in and be having like just a horrible rising. Like, I, okay, I don't feel like dealing with nobody today. And they would do something to make me laugh. And I'll be <laughs> the rest of my day. Yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. Oh my, what population do you work with in specifically um, with they have disability? All different types of disabilities. Right now, I'm currently working okay. uh, with a senior. The senior groups. Uh, it's called Humanities in Transition. And I gotta actually give a shout out to this lady. <laughs> Let me tell you, I uh, used to work with her <laughs> son um, over at another program, and um, she told me she like, hey, listen, I'm gonna open up my own program, and I want you to come work for me. And she told me this probably was like a year, maybe two, three years ago. Uh-huh. I don't know. And I'm like, okay, you know. Um, but at the time, I you know I just had my son and everything, so I wasn't really trying to go work. I was like, look, I said I'm gonna take care of my baby. But um, at the end of the day, like right, she's like flourishing, <laughs> you know what I mean? She she is really out here doing it, yeah. and like she does it from out of her heart, you know what I mean? So humanities in transition mm-hmm. is definitely mm-hmm. a place where mm-hmm. people want to go um, if they need assistance. Like I am the um, the director of RSA, so I help adults with disabilities find jobs. You know, so we're getting out here in the pavement, going to talk to different agencies, getting the resumes out. We do resume help training and all that stuff. You know, that is so... People don't know that other than the podcast, my daytime job, my master's degree is in mental health counseling. That's what I used to do. I used to do what you're doing now, working with people with disabilities and helping them find competitive work within the workforce. And helping them get like, you know, the skills that they may need, social adjustment skills, whatever they may need. And they ha- they could have autism, mental health, um, any form of, you know, disability. I would help them get to where they need to be. And that was the mm-hmm. most rewarding job that I had. I moved out of state and that's why I left. But yeah, I wanted to talk about that because I, I, I think that's an awesome yes. thing. Um, you get, you're giving back Absolutely. in two ways. So... Yeah, that's that's awesome. So, what's your favorite book right now? Since you are an author, you do write. Mm. What's your favorite book out right now? Can I say my own? No, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. <laughs> if it, I mean, it could no, be. No, I don't. Well, okay, I like the uh, <laughs> called the comedic diet. And um, it basically teaches you the ancient Egyptian way of health, uh, self-healing and things of that nature. So I could say that that would be a favorite book of mine because I, I really feel um, yeah. in tune with it. You know what I mean? Like when I when I read it, I really feel like that this is information, mm-hmm. divine information from the cosmos. Um, yeah, that's can be. Yeah, that's valuable. So we talked a lot about, you know, your beginning to the end, all of your milestones that you're reaching. And I'm I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. (laughs) Whoop to the whoop whoop. (laughs) So let's, let's, let's get some questions, a couple of questions answered before we end this podcast that people are probably really, really wanting to know. What was the best Luciano, the best, you know, coins you made that you know as being a writer have did you get to a point where you could say this 
is enough sufficient income coming in for me being an author a writer for me to be able to provide and take care of my family no <laughs> um I, okay so here's the thing uh with stage plays and especially because um, I'm not, I don't have a nonprofit organization. Most of nonprofits are what are the ones that you know you're able to get a lot of the grants and things from. Um, so most of the times when I do my stage plays, everything mm-hmm. is coming out of my pocket. I'm talking, and, and everybody has to get paid, so um, you have to pay. Whoa! Oh yeah! So oh, you yeah. pay? Oh, you pay the nobody actors works and everything. <laughs> So oh, the actors wow. have to get paid, the stage rent oh, wow. pay. You have to pay okay. for the theater, um, and of course, you make that money back um, when, with the ticket sales and everything. But you have to, you know, yeah. be mindful yeah. that everybody still has to be paid. So um, you still come out with mm-hmm. some money, you know what I mean? But um, I wouldn't say that I'm at the point right at this second where I could just solely live off of producing my stage plays and my books but I know it's coming you know what I'm saying it's already here yeah for real for real yeah you know yeah. so mm-hmm. shortly <laughs> yeah 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 so if you could tell if you could tell a younger writer or even even someone that's aspiring to be a writer what would you tell them what piece of advice would you give them? you have to make sure that you're passionate about it uh, make sure that this is something that you really truly want to do um, and I say that because you aren't going to have you're not always going to have people who's going to like your writing you're not always going to have people who's going to want to buy your book but as long as you got that passion behind it and you know that this yeah. is what you are um, what you have been created to do um then that that's all that matters because you know mm-hmm. that no matter what you're going to keep on going but see when someone's not really passionate about it and they're like okay I'm going to yeah. write a book and then the one time that they get something like a review or something that they don't like they're done and then that's just a waste of time a waste of money a waste of energy you know what I'm saying so that would definitely yeah. like, just make yeah. sure that you're passionate about it and, and really and truly write when you do writing um it has to be something that sits right with your heart um whatever topic that it is that you're talking about like you you have Mm -hmm. to really feel like this book can actually stand on its own like if you wasn't around or somebody seen us sitting down on the table and it's like "Hmm, i want to read that book so yeah just it has to write always yeah right from the heart that's it That's it. Yes, ma'am. Well, Miss <laughs> Indigo, um, <laughs> I really enjoyed you tonight. You were full of like energy and, and light, and I really enjoyed you being a part um, of my podcast, Bumshell Eleven Eleven. And I know that the information you share will be very helpful and inspiring to someone who's aspiring to be a writer, or just you know, even just in life. I know that you know this podcast tonight will touch someone somewhere. Um, but, but before we leave tonight, I want to allow you enough time to give a shout out and also to provide your contact information so that if anyone wants to come and, you know, purchase your books or check out your All screenplays, right. they can do so. Sounds like a pleasant. <laughs> All right. Well, um, my name is Indigo Iowa and let's see. 
let's start with these shout outs first. I always want to shout out. I have to shout out my mama. I'm so grateful to her, of course, because if it wasn't for her, I would not be here on this planet. I mean, her and my father, too. He's all right. Um, <laughs> True. <laughs> I would be here. Um, and just, I get from my sister. And of course, a shout out to my son. He is the most beautiful blessing that I have ever, ever truly had. And at the end of the day, all of this is not only for me, but it's also for him to have something, have a legacy because I am raising an uh, CEO. I don't want to raise an employer. I I mean, excuse me, an employee. I don't want to raise no employee. So all yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, see, definitely. Same thing here. Mm hmm. And and I know it was someone else you said you wanted to give a shout out to Mm -hmm. earlier. Before we end the podcast, oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, the, no, some uh, lady, humanity you know? in transition, humanity in transition. That that is the name of uh, the location. Yeah. That is actually over on girl. I can't even remember the name of the street. It's in Southeast Washington D.C. Though y'all look it up, humanities in transition. It can actually uh, Google it. And um, I am your director of RSA, so I'll be up in there, you know, helping to get the jobs and everything. Um, as far as purchasing. Uh, any of the books, you can go to www.eitmpublishingsllc.com and that stands for I-N-D Mental Publishings um, LLC.com and for mm-hmm. upcoming stage plays www.schproductions.com as in Sheena D. Horn Productions.com. That is my birth name I don't be sharing that with nobody but I just shared it with y'all <laughs> um, and as far as the screenplay <laughs> thank you, thank you. Like, just gotta look out like look on look look at a theater near you for the screenplays I got like I said I'm writing a pilot so uh, I'm actually gonna want to probably push this pilot to Netflix you know what I'm saying so uh, maybe Netflix maybe Amazon Prime I'm just gonna be there I'm gonna be everywhere <laughs> Okay, okay, Indeed. yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna work try to do like they did when we did on this Yeah, yeah. No, let me stop. Yeah, why not? I know. Calm down. Calm Just down. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, girl. Oh, my God. I wish we had more time, you guys, on this podcast because this lady, Indigo, she is a whole vacation. You guys don't even know. Yes, girl, I had I so fun much too. fun with Thank you tonight so much on this for podcast. On. I needed this laugh. <laughs> You're very welcome. Yeah, we. I needed it being in lockdown for. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how many days now. I I, I stopped counting. I was confused today on my Sunday. days. I thought today was Sunday. <laughs> is it? Oh, see, I <laughs> see, I'm confused. No judgment. Saturday no and Sunday. Judgment, Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Huh? Even the children girl. are confused. Don't even judge me, okay? So you guys. Oh, no, I will say at least still get outside. I still go outside. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Walk or something. I can't just sit up in the house all day. See, yeah. Oh. Fortunately, in Illinois. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Okay. Won't be uh, walking out there much. <laughs> okay. So, 
you guys, with that being said, again, thank you so much, Indigo, for being a um, guest tonight on the show. I wish you the best in your future endeavors. I know you're going to be great. And if not, you always oh, probably girl, have a spot somewhere here, available as a comedian. <laughs> um, Can you put that on replay? Because you're definitely off the chain. Uh, Oh my goodness. So you guys, we're gonna end tonight with always remembering you are the bond within within your own shell. Peace, love, and light. Good night. Until next time, you guys. Good night. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure you subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate, review, and share this podcast with your family and friends. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you're leaving with some valuable information that can help you on your personal journey. Also, check us out on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Bombshell1111 or at Bombshell1111 TV. You can also check out our mental health page, Your Health is Your Wealth, on Facebook, which is a page created to inform and support individuals with mental health and other health conditions. And with that being said, always remember, you guys, you are a bomb within your own shell. Until next time, peace, love, and light.